www.mymind.com You might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 72. It's uh, February 3rd, 2008. It's technically the fourth Sunday in ordinary time, but I don't know if we care. Do we, Dave? I feel like I'm 72. Are you? I, I feel like it. This, I feel like it this morning. You feel like you're plunging rapidly into death. Is that? Yes, the gaping hole of the abyss is opening up in front of me, and I'm rushing headlong towards. It's something to look forward to, isn't it? Abyss, absolutely. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> See, here's the problem we're going to have. If we, if we abandon our format, we don't know what to do. That's not true. I have some things to say already. Do you? Yeah. So first I want to say why we didn't do last week's show. Okay, why didn't we do it? Well, I forgot <laughs> forgot about it, for one thing. That was a problem. Man, you are old. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, so I forgot about it, and then we and then we tried to do it again, and we realized we weren't that excited about the readings. And are then I saying, forgot again. Then I forget again. I forgot twice. Are you saying that crap about how you woke up and you hadn't slept was a bunch of crap that you gave me? No, that was true. But that was, you know, if I had remembered, I was so, you know, I would have uh, done something so I did wake up. So it was like both things were true. I forgot about it and I slept like crap. Yeah, you didn't give me, you didn't tell me the forgot about it part. And, and maybe I just forgot about it the second time then. I, I forgot know. about it the second time, right? You made up something about how you were busy or something. <laughs> Things happened. Well, what, what lie did I tell about that one? I, I don't know, Dave. <laughs> I think I'm coming clean here. Right. This is it. I'm confessing. This is about confessing today. I just plumb freaking forgot about it. That's the truth, Reiner. All right. Sorry. No, actually, now the first day, it, it is. Now, so it's just so we're clear. The first day, it was. I was really tired. I couldn't do it. But I think I forgot the second day. Well, that see, that's okay because that would have been out of format anyway. Yeah. To do it not on Sunday, right? The first day I was just messed. But anyway, but you know the problem is we're having folks we're having trouble being inspired by the readings lately. <laughs> and I think because we've done them all, how does how does a priest do this anyway? They got to say this. Not only do they have to do it, they got to do it year after year and come up with some shit to say about these things. You know, and not I mean it is good stuff, but I mean after a while, after the fifteenth, twentieth year. What in God's name are you going to say? Well, you know, Dave, it, it often sounds like they have no idea and you're getting the effects of that. My experience, you go to church and you hear this crap and you go, this guy, it's just crap. Why does it, you know, if you say, oh, you know, this is the, the readings are good stuff and that this is all you can get out of it, this lame-ass thing you're saying, but that might have something to do with what you're saying, that, you know. They're just bored. Yeah. I mean... Is this I, maybe that's accurate? I mean, it's word of God, all that stuff. But you know, anything you do, you know, you could be whatever. Familiarity breeds contempt. Oh God, my God, yeah. <laughs> so we've decided for today we're going to go in a whole different direction, and we're going to talk about the movie Groundhog Day. Really? Is that all? We're, we're just going to talk about Groundhog Day? No, we're, we're going to talk about. It, but we're going to talk about it in 
uh, a, a spiritual sense. It's a very spiritual movie, don't you think? It. I don't know. It talks about death and right and wrong and hitting on babes. So that sounds spiritual to me. That's all good. Yeah, that's all good. I think it's a, it's a deceptively uh, spiritual movie because isn't isn't Bill Murray like all of us in some ways? Don't we just get up every morning and do the same stupid crap over and over again? Don't we take, make the same mistakes and then we look at ourselves and say, why the why in God's name did we did I do that? You know, don't we all do that? I don't know. It just seemed that we're. I would have said that he's just more self-involved, totally. You know, he's he's uh, crabby at the beginning of the movie, right? He is crabby. He's he? just bitching at everyone because vice, you know, cut me a raw deal here, and this all blows. And he wasn't happy go, about being a weatherman there, was he? Yeah. Why do I got to go interview this stupid giant rat every year and deal with these incompetent idiots and? I don't know. And and that's, so that's what I would be saying, that, yes, a lot of people are like that. My life sucks. Not that I would have ever said anything like that, of course, because this is what I decided I was going to do, and I should have all this stuff because I want it, and I don't have it, so therefore life blows, and you suck, and... I suck. Everybody sucks, and... What's the point of this crap? But then what happens? Well, he goes with that for a while, right? Well, he goes with that, but then what he does also, he decides that uh, Andy McDowell is going to be the, the source of his salvation. Or or it's what she's who he wants, which is understandable, I have to say. <laughs> um, so then he decides what he's going to do, which I think is real interesting is he, he's going to get these strategies to get her. I, I like that part of it. Like he's going to learn French, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that. So and then he starts down that road. So he's going to totally manipulate her. Which That's kind of works. It works a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? But then there's all those slaps in there. That Remember that? Oh, yeah. Those he, are good. He's, oh, yeah. And then the next day he gets past that one until the next one. But then I think she he finds out she's still he's still... She figures it out that he's just bullshitting her to get her in the sack. So right. that never works. Oh, it doesn't. It works sometimes, doesn't it? We, I, I mean, in the movie. Oh, in the movie. I mean, in life, though. You can you can sometimes get him in the sack for, by just by bullshit, can you? I I don't know, Dave. Can you <laughs> just say yes? Okay. Okay. Sure. I guess. All right. Fine. But anyway, so in the movie, back to the movie. In the movie, he. He finds that this this strategy is not working with her. Well, or he's, or at least he's unsatisfied with it. I mean, he almost gets it. I forget the transition. You know where? Well, I know what the transition is. What happens when he decides to change, do something different? Well, he decides to start doing things for other people. Well, I know, but why do we? Well, I think from getting slapped so much, I think it rattled his brain or something. It, he it finally he finally got slapped enough that he decided to. Well, but doesn't I think in the middle doesn't he start killing himself first? Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. 
I mean, it seems like he almost gets her, you know, he, she's on the brink because he every day just learns something else that he can use to manipulate her. And then he almost gets her, and I forget how, what that transition is. But then, Well, maybe that's connected with that because he, he tries to kill. That, doesn't he talk to her about that? Eventually, I don't know. Oh, he does say, and she says no. And yeah, he tries that tact of I'm going to explain to you what's really happening. Right, and then he does, and then he does the whole thing where he um, he he knows everything that's going to happen, and he shows her. Mm-hmm. And then then I think he starts to get a little more real because you know he said, well, this is this is actually my life. I do the same day over and over again. But then he starts going crazy, and driving the car off the cliff with the cops and all that. No, but I think he winds up talking to her after he's after he's gone crazy. Really? Yeah. Like he tries to he does all that killing himself stuff, and then eventually he he talks to her about it, and then he can, and then I think he then I think he because he actually is sort of being real about who he is. I think that's the transition. Hmm. And then. And then she says, "That's right, that's right." Then she says something like, "Well, you could do you can do anything." Or then he decides. I think at that point he decides to like start learning how to do ice sculpture, and he starts doing whatever, taking but, piano lessons, taking piano lessons, because he decides he could do all that stuff. Why not? Because he can't quite kill himself. So, so is that what we're supposed to do then, Dave? I think so. We're supposed to we're supposed to realize that all the stuff we're really running after is crap, and we might as well do good stuff. I think so, and and also, um, just our focus has to be different. Our focus has to be less on you know indulging our own appetites right. and needs. So then, and then, so and the movie teaches us, of course. Then, if we change our focus and just do good things, Andy McDowell's going to end up sleeping with us. Is that eventually? Not- yes. <laughs> All right. I gotta get her phone number though. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think she is? She's in Montana, I think. Is she? Oh, she's married. She's got kids. I heard she's kind of a nudist at home though. Really? Yeah. You like that? I I like it just for certain people. <laughs> I don't advise it for everybody. It's true. But that's wrong. And that that's that's so contrary to the whole idea of it. It should be about accepting one's body. We're just a child of God. We were made this way. And, you no, know, although I'm not 100% with that because maybe we were made this way, but, you know, some of those rolls of fat that, you know, that's something that was. Our, we added those ourselves. We added those ourselves. That was not, God didn't say, that, he didn't put that on there. Yeah. But anyways, Groundhog Day is a great movie. It's very spiritual. And I think I think it's almost like Buddhist. It's almost Buddhist in this, all these, you know, come, getting past all the illusions of life, down to the essence of things. And that's his spiritual journey. You might say that in a way, you know, if you believe in reincarnation, and some people do, that it's almost like it's kind of a, a, an example of that. You go through all these lives or whatever, and then you, you, you kind of work on all these things, and eventually you get to that point where you're not attached to things. And when you're not attached, your life flows a lot better. Hmm. How exciting. <sighs> you're not inspired by that, huh? No. Okay, Andy McNell. How about that? Does that work better? 
A little bit better. <laughs> Except I realize that's total fantasy, so you know. You never know. How do you well, know? I'm pretty damn sure. We're going to go to L.A. this, this spring. We, we're we going to L.A. or Las Vegas. I don't well, know. Well, either one. But, you know, we could run into anyone. We could run into Andy McDowell. It could happen. We could. I mean, don't throw it. You know, don't. Don't try to hold, you know, bind God's hands from what. But I'm not trying. I'm trying my, not to do that, Dave. Yeah, don't try to say. Don't put limits on what God could put in your path. He could put, you know, Andy. And you know, I don't want. I don't want to limit God to just Andy McDowell anyway. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, there. You know. So, um, anything in the reading you wanted to talk about, or? Actually, yeah, but since we're not really doing today, we're doing yesterday, which was Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It was actually uh, Groundhog Day is also the feast of the presentation of our Lord. You know. Oh yeah. Who is, who is he being presented to? Well, he's being presented in the teat in the temple. Oh yeah. Mary and Joseph take him to uh, blah blah. There's some goofy laws about how they're supposed to dedicate their firstborn son to the Lord or something. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord. So they take him up there. And th- this is what I was thinking. And they go, and there was this man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and he was righteous and devout, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit told him that he should not see death before he'd seen Christ the Lord. And this was what I was thinking. So here's this guy. He's old, and he says he's not going to be able to die until he sees right, the Christ come in. And you don't you think maybe he just got sick of it? And 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 he says the next kid through that door, I'm gonna proclaim as the Christ, so I can get the hell out of here. Ryder, what do you think? Ryder, huh? And that's, that's so wrong. Because, because and then it says, and there was also this prophetess, prophetess Anna, the daughter of some guy, blah blah. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. Wow. She never left the temple. And then she ends up saying some crap about, oh, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe this old Anna and, and this Simeon guy, they were, you know. They were done. Yeah, they were done, and they were maybe getting it on or something. Uh, oh. <laughs> they they hung out in the temple. They're both old, waiting for death, and they maybe they conspired to make up this crap. They said, They're saying oh, no, horrible things. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm just speculating here. Yo, Maybe it was like Groundhog Day for him. Day after day, these little rotten kids come in, throw up on them and stuff, and this ain't it. I got another day to do this. And they just go, you know what, never mind. We're just going to, you know, Christify the next kid and just go to the beach. So you're saying, in essence, what you're saying is the whole basis for Western Christianity and, and probably, in a sense, a lot of Western culture is based on two old people that just wanted to get out of the temple. Well, you know, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point to ask the question. <laughs> yeah. What does this have to do with foosball, Dave? Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I usually make up some crap and say that, but I don't really care today. Um <laughs> Maybe foosball doesn't really matter all that much either. Now we're into sacrilege. This you take sacrilege. that back. You take that back <laughs> yeah. right now. No, I was just kidding about that. Uh, you know, you know what's one thing to question the divinity of Christ, but you start questioning. You know, that's yeah, I know. All right. So, anyways, um, 
Yeah, foosball. Foosball, foosball, foosball. Well, foosball can feel like Groundhog Day sometimes, too, can it? You're doing the same thing. You're making the same moves. you got your plan. you got your idea of what should happen. But that has no relation to, to just being in the moment, does it? Here's, here's what I'm thinking, Dave. Okay. If we're playing, what if you were playing, if, you, if it was Groundhog Day like Bill Murray has, and you're okay. playing foosball against a guy who shot you just can't beat. Is, it, is, is his partner Andy McDowell? Who can, Okay, go on. It, I mean, is my partner Andy McDowell or is she on the other team? Is she on the other team? The other team? If she's on the other team, it wouldn't matter because you wouldn't be paying attention to the game anyway. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, this is this. I'm just talking about possibilities here. Okay. You're playing foosball. The guy is just kick ass. Right. Lightning fast. Bam. You can't stop it. It's damn near, you know, nine to nothing every game or something. Yeah. So if you're a Bill... Murray, and you get to go play that game day after day after day. You yeah. think you can get bit, bit good enough to beat this guy? What if he's just physically faster than you can stop? Well, then then, then you use subterfuge. <laughs> you would set it up with distractions. You'd get um, somebody on the other side to distract him. What if, he, to, what if he's it. a total dork and only concentrates on the game? I think all things are possible. Really? All things are possible with time. You know what? You could go in. You could start a uh, an exercise program where you just are strengthening your wrist muscles, and you know, and you're practicing. Like if you're practicing five or six hours a day on your shot, you're going to get good at it. Or I, get I am phenomenal or something. That's right. One of those things. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the interesting thing about the movie now. Everything was the same, except he wasn't the same every day. I mean, sure. internally. I mean, although... Right, he learned the stuff from yesterday. Yeah, his, right, his brain was changing, or his spirit or something, or both. Something, both, whatever. Okay, and then there's that other factor, Reiner, which is... No sex for you. <laughs> That's right. Exactamundo. Uh, well, that's a given. Well, that's it. But, you know, the movie, I think, makes an interesting point about that stuff. And we we alluded to that, about the nature of desire and the nature of, of letting go of desire. But it's not just letting go of desire. It's also desiring higher things. And then you get laid. Right? Yeah. Like it. In my case, I'm sure it's, I'll give it up, go for higher things, and not get laid still. So. Well, see, you have the, you have a wrong idea. <laughs> You know, I think I have, to, I have a realistic idea. No. See, you you need to be thinking you're already getting laid. It's already happening. Ah. We were talking earlier today, and you were kind of, you know, you were, I think your head was in the right place about stuff. Kind of. Yeah. It's true. I've already won the lottery. You have won the lottery, and, you know, you're all set. You just got to believe that. Okay. All right. So if you're not getting any, just tell yourself that you really are, and it'll all work out. Just lie to yourself. All right. It's like you lied to me about last week's show. All right. You know, I'm I'm, I'm like confused. I didn't. No, I, I what I lied about. I said to Dave. What yeah. I lied. What I lied about was the the, the second one. So, uh, I don't give a shit what you lied to me. What did I? <laughs> what did I say? What was? What did I say for the second one? I forgot. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. I'm I'm 
I've already won, so. <laughs> oh God! All right, so, so was that closing enough, or are we gonna? I think I think we've imparted enough wisdom for this week God. to okay. our loyal fans, wherever you are out there. Both of them. What kind of person listens to our show? Do you think, Ryan? Nobody. No, that's not true. They're people. I know that. Really? They are. I can tell. They're out there. Okay. We have fans. They're silent. They're they're very silent fans. Uh We never hear from them. Probably because they're embarrassed to be fans. That's that's my thought. But they're out there. All right. All right. All right. Well, have a good week, everyone. (laughs) Happy Groundhog Day. Thank you. We're out. Bye. You can make it. Shoot it. Mom Mug dot com.